Hello and welcome back to Adventure's Edge, Heroes of the Vale, episode 20. 20. Wow. Nice. Two decades. Two decades. Feels like we've been doing this forever. <laughs> it does feel like we And you still are at level three. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one level per decade. Huh. Yeah, we all didn't find that as, as amusing as you did, Don. Well, I mean, that's kind of the uh, pattern at this point. We told you last time that we also. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I think I might be the 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 holdout on the not amused by the dad joke. Oh no, yeah. my entire uh, there might be my, my entire day job is puns and it's yeah. torture. Every yeah, I second. suppose. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, mm. If you're writing for. for Fun, I mean, it's fun.com, but it's not funny.com. Yeah, you'd think, but no. <laughs> hmm. 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 You know, I don't really make a lot of dad jokes, to be honest with you. Do you think? I mean, it's not really. No, no. It's not really my thing. No, it's not. It was, don't make them, don't let them make you, you feel like that wasn't funny. That was funny, Don. Okay. I think it was funny. In my opinion, it doesn't matter as much as your wife's, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Are you just trying to get him in trouble? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's funny. Oh, all right. Well, for, we should probably do a quick, I mean, we got a lot of ground to cover and we should probably like, uh, like since we're, since we're talking about last week, what, like, what did we do last week? I what was that about? Cindy will start because. I started by guilting the party into everybody going to talk to the fish with me. It was me. intense. I'm going to lose all my hair if anybody else even looks a different direction. <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom. Is that okay, Zinnia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all go scene. together. <laughs> we got to hold hands when we fall asleep. Literally. It's real bad. There's separation anxiety. So we all started walking <laughs> towards... Towards um towards where we f- think we could find Selvel the trout, yep, and then we found a rope that was going to lead to the river bottom because it was really like a steep, right? Steep. Yes, it was a bit so slippery, steep yeah. that only lard-headed children can <laughs> successfully <laughs> navigate. Now that you said it was a goblin, I'm really starting to think that he was a goblin. <laughs> Yeah. There's no bed. We go talk to Mrs. Cobbs and like, who's bed? <laughs> <laughs> Cast this guy self. <laughs> we have a wizard goblin to deal with. Anyway, we proved that we're all very good at climbing down, at least watching someone. I was very good at the end. Yes. Yes. Um, and then uh, we, we, before we got to Salvel, we found the ruins uh, at the, near the river's edge and what, found what we think is, you know, proof that goblins have been raiding the city and uh because they had some pie <laughs> one pie at a time yep yep yeah <laughs> most notorious evil creatures ever <laughs> depleting the town's resources just one pumpkin pie at a time cherries it was cherry pie. Cherry. right right i'm See, sorry i just got pumpkin pie even though it's, even though it's fall in game right 
No, it's spring. It's spring. Yeah, okay, no. then it's definitely spring, yeah. cherry. If this definitely was fall, seasonal. it would have been pumpkin. pumpkin. All yeah. of those pumpkin spice goblins. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been a bad idea. He thought it was a good idea at first. But then it might have turned into a bad idea. No, I love it, actually. Um, although pecan pie is superior. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, God. Yay. Uh, that's not true. That's <laughs> a falsehood. Yeah, Tommy plays with fish. Tommy's the brand of pie. That's yeah. why. Um, but we decided not to pursue trying to follow Gobblin and uh, go on to find the fish. And so we hiked along the river until we found the weir and um, enticed the fish to come and talk to us by bringing up our friend Big Head Ben. And, uh, yep, yeah, Salvel was very forthcoming with information about the goblin chieftain and the source of the river problems, which turns out to be that there's a uh, escalating series of pranks between the goblin chief and Salvel. Um, and the goblin chief has get goblin chief gravel gravel, gravel beak gravel beak gravel I couldn't beak. Yeah. gravel beak captured Unda, the river fairy, who maintains the spring that feeds the river. And um, because he's trying to lower the river in order to catch Salvel, because Salvel wants to taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Mm. Yes. <laughs> we also have off mic uh, questions about the morality of a fish. You were. We, yeah, we actually <laughs> did talk about it for oh. a while. About whether or not a fish is, is a good judge of moral compass. Yeah. Sorry, that was off mic. But. It has been determined that no, a fish is not is not uh, a good. I I was the one who had some convincing because they had to convince me for some reason that I'm sorry, I missed moral. that. Yeah, our actions will not be dictated by the fish's Correct. wishes. The, the fish's, <laughs> the the fish's whimsies, yeah. right? I mean, maybe if you hadn't made that rainbow joke, we'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> right. there's there's ancient wisdom here, but no. Or if it was like a more authoritarian fish, like like a sturgeon or, you know, mm. a knucklehead trout yeah. or mm. something. What was the chief's what? name? Gravel Gravelbeak. Beak. I need Gravel to. Beak. I'm going to Gravel say, beak. if I get to kill Gravelbeak, I'm going to say, Savile sends his regards. Send <laughs> <laughs> me. The final prank. <laughs> We're going to find at the end of this that Ben was a goblin and Salvel is a pixie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and so that was another was, thing we learned is Salvel didn't necessarily have a problem with pixies. She just she didn't have a problem, but she didn't didn't have a problem. She well, was just Salvel's never met a pixie, right? So Salvel yes. has no formed opinion. So Salvel's openness to pixies is really what led us down this track of, do we trust right. their morality? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, let's do this. So, so we're yeah, going to go find them. We're looking for a willow tree and a <sighs> goblin camp somewhere around it. And do if it. we take our time, do we have to roll to get up the rope? <laughs> or could we just twenty? Take twenty. Take twenty. Take twenty. Yeah. Could we take, just take, assume take with forty? My help and Trunks help. You all can just stand on my head. Like, there well, we go. I suggest that we instead of following the river, we go right back up to the wall and follow mm -hmm. the wall and see if there's an easier way up, and then we can just go up the wall if there is an easier way up, and then if we have to get 
I mean, if there's not before we hit the rope, then then we take the rope up. Sure. Okay. So make sure I understand. So you're talking now about going back up to the top and to get our horses and then take that uh, overland route because the giant willow tree is not going to be in the river valley. Yes, it would be. He said it's on the riverbank. Oh, on the bank. Yeah. So basically, the the valley is like uh, um, hundreds of yards across. Oh, so you're suggesting it would be smarter the, for us to stay in the valley at this point. If your goal was to, yeah, because basically the way he explained it, if I wasn't clear, yeah, the, there's, the willow tree is going to be on the bank of the river. Oh. And that'll be the, the landmark to find the lair, which is going to be kind of somewhere in the cliff face. Then I'm, I think you said this earlier, then let's just leave the horses and go up the bank. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, question. Did Salvel indicate if which side is it going to be on the left bank or the right bank? It'll be on the left bank, the side that you are on. Okay. Well, let's get to it. Okay. And so, yeah, I tried to do some time counting. We're going to say it's like three in the afternoon. I mean, you did hike ride all day, but you still have a, you still have several hours of daylight, and your horses are tied up with a note. Are there any footprints on the bank besides ours if we keep going north, like ahead of us? Uh, you can search again. It's going to be an 18. Uh, you don't find any here, okay. but, I mean, you did find some back, I mean, back just a little ways. I was basically trying to get, see if Corda could ca- catch a scent and. Follow those tracks because maybe that's going to bring us, if they're goblins. I'm just making assumptions. Right. Yeah. The, um, when you were, uh, checking out the mill, mm-hmm. like there were tracks there mm-hmm. and they did lead off. But not, done. um, well, you, we didn't pursue that. That was okay, going to be, a, sure. you're going to put a pin in that. Sure. I was talking about like, did they go down in the river? Cause I saw them going down. Are they on the riverbank as well? You know, are they using the riverbank down here to, go back possibly because I'm just assuming that the goblins are, that's where they're, they're just coming to this rune and then going to village and they're just using it as kind of a little stop versus where they're living. But that's again, assumptions. You know, they went somewhere. You Mm -hmm. could just, it's not that far back. If you want to go back and look around and see where the goblins left the little ruined mill Mm -hmm. to see where they went, you could, or you can just continue on. I think we can continue on that. I talked myself out of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go north. <laughs> I'm just walking around in a circle. Now. Okay, what am I looking for? Okay, north we go. Okay. I do know true north, so I can cast true north, which is one of my spells, so I can know where true north is. I mean, we're just following a wall, so we don't really let me it. let me do my let me do my horse. Let of me course. use you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it is critical to know. I don't get to use many fancy orsons or anything because orsons are orsons. <laughs> so then you you're able to determine that the river is the river flows southeast. Oh. So you are going northwest along okay. the bank to be accurate. Accurate. Yeah, I mean it is. You are going north, but you're traveling northwest. Thank you, Darun. This is very helpful information. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, it's all five about, minutes later. <laughs> it's Sorry. all about being accurate. All right, off we go. All right, then, uh, yeah, you're basically continuing along the riverbank, and um, and the, the river valley widens 
slightly as you go, but it, but but it's not like it's not huge. It's probably all in all, it's something like I don't know, twelve hundred feet across or something like that. But this is a big river when it's full. No, huh? no, the valley, um, <clears throat> the valley that you're in. Yeah, you don't, I mean, whether or not there used to be a giant river here mm-hmm. or how it was formed is unclear. Okay. Um, but the river itself, even full, is actually pretty small. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, a, not this big, not this big river. Unda used to be very proactive about her water, <laughs> and now she's just kind of, you know, getting on with age, yeah. taking more time off. Retired. <laughs> it's just a retirement. Okay, so yeah, you continue on, and um, I mean, assuming you're just walking at your normal walking pace, I mean, you're yep. not trying to yeah. be on the lookout for a giant willow tree. Yeah, okay. And I, because we are pursuing a bunch of goblins, I will have my spear out while we're walking, just in case something needs to get speared. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me do this. I, I have a series of maps, but we don't, I mean, we don't need to. I do want to show you. Just so you kind of know where you're at. We're going to flip you back over to Shepherd's Vale real quick here as you're walking. And let's move your little map action, which is stimulating, I know. So um, that is, so I've placed the marker here on the map uh, about where the weir is. There you go. The weir was at number six. And... I'm going to put number nine here. That was where the, uh, that was where the little mill ruin is. And each of these squares on the Shepherdsville map is like 1200 feet. So this is actually not quite, I mean, you know, that's like a quarter mile. So this is not huge distances. Um, all right. So you're assuming you, that you're just continuing to, to walk up the ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Until it starts, you know. Get into where it looks like we need a camp, and then we'll do a little camp. Yep. Okay. And then we'll wake up and walk again. And keep going, looking for the willow. All right. So you, you go and you you go up like another quarter mile, and in that stretch, you do start to notice. You haven't seen the willow tree, um, but you do come across that a spot where there is a spring that is coming out of the wall here. So at point number seven, so this is, again, just a little ways away. You're just kind of walking along. Uh, you notice here that the, um, actually, I apologize. That is where there are river caves. So you do kind of spot, like, along the eastern wall of the river valley, like a series of, uh, like, cave openings on the eastern side. That it's just, it is just a feature, like a land feature. So sure. you do notice that there are some rivers. We're still camps. fairly early in the day though, right? We're probably 3.30 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like, yeah, yeah, you're not ready to. And there's no willow it. tree? No, not yet. Yeah. So I just keep going. I'm not even stopping. Okay. Then, um, yeah, then you will, then you basically will continue walking along. Um, it's a nice day. The sky is clear and yeah, it's like mid afternoon. And we're just going to move you along here because you guys are just moving along, following the river. And uh, the next land feature that you do notice is that on the side of the river that you're on, at this point you've gone, I mean, that's probably about a mile from the bridge. So this is not that far. 
Uh, you see uh, to the left of where you're hiking, uh, nestled in um, or near some trees, there are three large stone statues. And I am going to bring that map up because it is interesting enough to warrant your attention. Your map should be refreshing. Mm -hmm. Again, another large map. So you'll be coming up from the, the bottom side of the map here. So you can, yeah, kind of just moving along the river. And I mean, if you've ever walked along a river in the real world, it is kind of like that. I mean, there's rocks and trees and brush and deadwood and all sorts of things like that. You have various animal tracks in the mud. But as you're moving along, you do see these three, like very large, like 20 feet tall, like stone humanoid statues uh, off to your left. And that's like 200 feet from the river's edge on the west side. I just keep walking. It's not a willow tree. <laughs> Tommy is singular of purpose. Well, I get pulled in like a magnet. I'm going to go check these out. All right. We'll be upriver. But, but Tommy, 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 Deroon's. Rune doesn't walk right, as fast as right, you. All right, yes. He's going to find the spider. I've got my staff now. I got to get Oh, I forgot I got to tune to it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I've had, I've had, had like time. one night to tune. Yeah. That's right. Okay, okay. We're going to get statues. Yeah, you just got that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this feels like so long ago. <laughs> I mean, it won't take long. I just, I mean, they're out in the middle of kind of here, and it just. You're not curious? No. <laughs> not even in the slightest. Okay. Tommy has no curiosity in him. You know what they say about curiosity and what it did to the cat. Yeah, I mean, you're not even curious why there's even a map. Wait, what happened to the cat? <laughs> well, I mean, curiosity killed the cat. <gasps> yeah. Whose curiosity and why did it kill a cat? Own, its own curiosity. Killed the cat. Then yeah. again, the rest of that statement is, you know, nine lives, bring it back, and it continues. Oh. Right, so curiosity killed the cat nine times is what I just heard. <laughs> so I'm going to go check the statues. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> cats. I want to go look at the statues, too. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. I, I will be close enough that Zinnia does not yell at me. All right, so Tommy... Go, goes like halfway to the statues. Yeah. Uh, Try, Tommy, uh, I can feel your eye roll from here. Trunk, uh, how, what about you? I'll go look at the statues. So I would like, when I get close enough, I would like to use my spiritual, my spirit sense. Just pick up if anything's awry around the statues. They're rocks. They're statues. So 60 foot cone. I mean, rocks are kind of like his cousins. So he's just like a family. That's why we I do. <laughs> All right, and it, it, it's like, yeah, it's, fey, what is it? It's Outsiders, It picks up fey. fey, Outsiders, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, no, you don't get any of that from them. So a, a, as you approach, you can see that uh, there are three humanoid forms. Mm -hmm. uh, like, again, like 20 feet tall. Looks like they were possibly, I mean, they were standing, but maybe slightly walking, so they, like, they're, like they were fashioned to look like they're walking along mm. they're very weathered mm. and like their legs are like columns almost yeah. and their legs are just worn smooth you know probably from water and weather and whatever um, but you can still make out a lot of detail on them 
give me, uh, I would say, knowledge local. You can all roll, make a roll if you would like. That's going to be not great, but uh, it's an eight. Ten. I don't much about this area. Well, I mean, yeah. it's one of those poorly, <clears throat> poorly named yeah. skills. I, I've wanted to rename it to Knowledge General, because mm-hmm. really that's yeah. kind of what it's used for. Trunk, do you know anything about Did you want to make a roll? No, not at all. <laughs> no. if, if it happened outside the forest, it's brand new. I'm more intrigued of like, was this stone moved here? I mean, is this, or is this from built up from some like old from this existing stone? Like, is it, is it local stone? Is it, you know. Like what kind of, is it just humanoid or is it, is a specific kind of human? Yeah. So, so as you, so you get, assume within, you know, Mm -hmm. you get up really close to them and look at them. You can see from uh, the detail that, I mean, like they, they were clothed. They were like, one had like a cloak on. You can see one has like armor on. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them is, was holding like a hafted. I mean, you don't know why, because the halves on both sides have mm-hmm. like been snapped off. So like in its big meaty fist, it's like holding, like say it was a spear. There's only like, like as the spear itself is like pretty thick, but it broke off on both sides. So now he's just like holding, you know, some of the it's remains of what used to be something, but probably a spear or something like that. Uh, but you can see one has like a large, um, like a uh, large sword on its back, like strapped in. So like there's, there's really, really detailed, very reminiscent of your interactions with those statues back in just the woods. just going to ask, does this yes. have any? Yeah, like they, they seem either, you could start maybe making an engineering check to see yeah. if they were in fact carved or. Well, I'm going to see, is there anything magical about them? Well, that's an anti 20 plus, uh, that there'd be a, 21, if I want to use like a craft, it'd be 24, because I've stone cutting as craft. All right. Uh, Zinnia, go ahead and give me a perception check to go along with your detect magic. Ooh, I actually rolled really well. That's an 18 on perception for me, which is amazing. All right. I'm combining that with your detect magic only because, yes, there is an element of magic there, but it is so faint that like and the rules maybe mechanically don't always reflect that. Like you, you wouldn't almost see it in, you know, the daylight hour. Like, cause you know, the way I imagine when you detect magic is you see, like you, you kind of alter your vision a little bit and you see different spectrum of colors. We don't really get into it too much and it's so weak, but it is there. And you, you almost really wouldn't have, have picked it up. Oh, I guess I always thought it was more like, Oh, I can feel. It's like a glow. A magical, but whatever. Um, you do you. These statues—they remind you of the ones in the woods. It does, and there's there's a very faint magical energy on them. There is. This is just—I I don't know much about them. They were I so they were carved because the other ones. So you so with your your check, yeah. um, you would not. Th- could somebody have carved them in this detail? Absolutely, because mm-hmm. there's very many talented artisans. But the the look and shape of them, you don't think they were carved. Do they? Re- do I recall those the other ones were? You don't think those were carved either? But it looks like the same style, I guess. Of you know how an artist makes a certain statue, you know that artist kind of does that statue. 
Were they created in the same image? No, no. Uh, while the other ones you saw in the woods were very clearly dwarfs, mm-hmm. like they were. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, these the proportions and the face, like the facial, the faces, uh, the faces are like really wide boned and kind of uh, large rounded heads, and and like like big meaty like strong hands. So, thinking about it, and because your character of all the characters should have a degree of like, oh wait, a little light bulb might be clicking off, um, and their size that they could be giants. I do speak giant as well. I mean, that, that's why it's like, yeah. you've never seen a giant. Sure. Um, but you've read about sure. them and like in your work. elders come, we've been given this from the, the, the um, But yeah, the so that would come to mind. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you can see that that, uh, like one has like a large, like satchel, like a, and so like a big satchel like sure. on his hip. And you can't really, I mean, you're down here and like they're 20 feet tall. So they seem to be, if I'm correct from my knowledge and from what I've been taught, the giants who used to be here before even us. So here's the thing. I think what Darun is getting at is that not, are they the same type of, you know, are they dwarves or they giants or whatever, mm-hmm. but stylistically, are they done in like... Are they Baroque? Are they, you Is know. the same artist doing the same thing? Yes. So are they done in a very, are they like minimalistic? Are they, are they done in a very realistic style? Like, does this look like, oh, because wasn't the ones in the woods were like very like, oh, this is very realistic. Like, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. Thank you. Yep. And this is, what, yes. And I want to make, because yeah, with your checks and your, your understanding of engineering, mm-hmm. um. They're extremely realistic. Okay. And so the difference here is that the ones in the woods, you think that whereas I would probably might have been like a hundred years old or sure. somewhere in there. I don't okay. remember what number I gave you, but it wasn't like they were ancient. And because they were sheltered, they were in the woods, they were actually like in remarkable condition. And while these are also like extremely realistic to the point where they're, you, much, they're you much more weathered. Yeah, you don't think that they were carved and they're obviously of a, a different race. Sure. You think that these are probably 10 times older? Like, these are really old. Just wondering if it's, yeah, this is just a mystery that maybe like, so <laughs> noted. Xenia will fly up and like look at the faces. Okay. I will knock on one of their legs. Can you talk? <laughs> I mean, have you, have you mentioned that they don't look like they've been carved? No, I mean, not yet. I mean, I'm just kind of more of, Trying to process of trying to figure out. I mean, I would say uh, these don't look. These look a lot like the other ones, which I said that weren't at carved. So, if adding the math, that would I would have said it in a, in a roundabout sure. way. So, how do statues come about if they're not carved? I think that's the oh. bigger question right now. No. These are these are could be ancient. Frozen people. Yeah. <laughs> Is there magic? Zinnia uh, that will turn people to stone. Y- y- yes. Oh, that would be pretty powerful magic to turn three giant-sized creatures all to stone at the same time. And are they all standing still, or are they like action shots? So they're like walking. Yeah, well, it looked like one, uh, like maybe was more standing still, and the other two were probably just like barely starting to walk. So that they're in a position where um, they're pretty stable. 
Do they look like they were taking a picture? Like, like, or are they in there? You know, were they look like they were they fighting? Posed or is this candid? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, unlike no. Get a the closer. ones in the woods where they looked surprised mm-hmm. and like they were turning away in fear, these don't look like they saw whatever was coming. So we're familiar with the act of something being turned into stone by magic though, right? It happens. We've heard about it. Oh, it yeah. better not just happen. <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> but we know, I'm sorry, like there's things that turn into, can turn into stone based upon different kind of lores and whatnot. And Chunk is monsters. definitely unaware that this is a thing that can happen. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I mean, what the hell are you talking about? Well, when about? there are some beasts that can, I mean, do we know that, you know, like a basilisk stare or. So, you know, and this would be. I mean, we could make knowledge checks. Sure. Yes. In a world of magic, you have heard stories sure. of creatures and whatnot that can turn things to stone. What Do you are. see that on a regular basis? Not sure. so much. I mean, they're rare. They're dangerous. I mean, um, we've run into six in the past week, so. Yeah. <laughs> but so, Zinni, you fly up by the faces and you look at them. Yeah, the faces are very weathered, but you can definitely see, like, the fine details of their eyes and the flared nostrils, like. Even even there and the hair, like you can, because they're so large. Yeah. Like somebody, like the detail of their hair drawn back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you do notice flying up and looking at their faces that uh, one of them even has like an amulet, like a, like you can make out the links of the amulet down and uh, like it's on his chest there. Hmm. Could I fit inside a nostril? Well, that's not the question I expected to come up this morning. <laughs> You can certainly try <laughs> to crawl up a nostril. <laughs> um, I'm changing my mind, Tommy. I think ear. it's time to go. <laughs> do the ear. Do the ear. Do the ear. <laughs> I, I don't know. See, 20 feet tall, so the head is probably a good uh, proportionate. I mean, at least to a... If you're really curious, there are larger holes in people you could find. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you could definitely get part of your body into it. I don't know if you get your whole body in it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to at least like reach up into a nostril. Just see if there's anything up there. Just moss growing out like hair. A big stone crusty. You know what? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, yeah, there's like a, like one of those, um, those, those birds that make the mud nests. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You can see that there's probably some remnants of some old, oh, what are those called? We need our nature fact of the day. Oh my gosh. They, they like live under the bridges yeah. and they make the um, swallows. Nests. Yeah. Swallows. Like a barn swallow. Barn swallow yeah. Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. Barn swallow. Yeah. They're really interesting. We have some under our bridges here. Um, yeah. So there's probably some old barn swallow nests okay. in there. So this, whatever did this to this creature, it was a long time ago. So yeah. I'm not saying that it's an active thing that we are looking to be beware of, but something turned this just like the others, I, b- I believe that something turned these and they weren't built. So it's something that we should look into or be wary of, but um, it's interesting to note. I mean, as far as you, <laughs> let's not worry about it. This happened hundreds of years ago. The other one, not hundreds right. of years ago. So That's... yes, active maybe. So right. yeah. I, I will also take a look at the oh. amulet on the chest. All right. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like, I mean, it is a symbol. I can show it to you, and you can describe it down. Is there ways of reversing this day room? 
I, I don't know of this age. I don't know. I don't have those skills and I don't know if I know. Uh, Mending. Uh, <laughs> just oh. one um, thing at a time. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to tell. That is what the symbol is. Oh. And you can, because other people probably can't see it from their vantage point, but you could see it. So you could fly oh. down and sketch it. Okay. I don't see anything. It's just a triangle with a slash in the bottom. Oh, it's I, on I, the map itself. I, oh, zoom out a little bit. Sorry. Oh. Yep. oh. There you go. Okay. Sure. I so it looks like it was probably, you know, it was probably originally like made out of metal and then you can see with the little links attached. So, um, Tommy's really good at linguistics, right? Which is my <laughs> understanding is like determining languages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would this symbol be some like hieroglyphic style language that I could? Well, possibly. Does Zinnia fly down and? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Zinnia flies down and says, oh, one of them has this, um, this amulet with this shape on it and oh, right draws you, it right in the dirt. Are. Well, I speak giant. Well, yeah. got an 18 nature. Is it what it actually is? <laughs> okay, one at a time. I guess right. <laughs> you guys are so excited that I imagine everybody's like talking over each other. Darun, you immediately know what it is, whether oh. or not you want to say it aloud. So I'm going to give you meta information and okay. then you can choose. That is the, that's the symbol of the Earth Elders. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would, oh, I will say uh, that. That's our symbol, the Earth Elders. To your point, though, I mean, it, uh, Tommy, with your linguistics, I mean, it looks like it's probably part of like a runic set. Uh, if you want to make a ling- linguistics check. I just wanted to make a linguistics I know. I am here for it. Because how often do we get to do that? There you go. Uh, 20, uh, 24. Wow. Yeah. So there are different like uh, runic symbols for all sorts of things. So this, sure. is, a, this is not part of, part of a phonetic alphabet because like, the runics usually represent things. Yeah. So this is like a runic symbol of the earth. That is what the symbol is of. Which oh. is why then he's like, oh, it's the Earth Elders. Oh, now it is actually slightly modified in the in the traditional runic. It doesn't have the little bars extending out of the triangle, just in it. so that's a little bit different. And, and sure. he clarifies that difference. Yeah. And sorry, Trunkin, you were just trying to look at it from a perspective, uh, like of, natural elemental standpoint. Ah, um, I mean, it's definitely not like a symbol that exists in nature, but it, it's probably. Mm-hmm, I don't know if it's something you had seen since you've been kind of averse to reading so much. So the before the er, the giants took basically care of this plane and uh, uh, our our plane here, and they no longer exist, but they bequeathed the care of this earth, the earth elders, to the earth, the group that we call now the earth elders that I am part of. So, um, oh. well. So make sure we go. Giants do still exist. Oh, right. But they are they are few and far between. Because and most of them have left the land of Galtia, right. where you guys live. While there are still rumors of some living, maybe on the fringes, there aren't okay. any like hanging out. Oh right. yeah, they've been turned into stone. They no longer oh, right. They no longer they kind of. They're not the custodians. No, they of they, what they uh, used to be. They. Giant civilization as it right. was is is gone. It was the elves, was it? Uh, they were displaced. Mm-hmm. It's it's a long it's a long history, yeah, but they were displaced by by the various other races. Yeah. yeah. So this definitely, if they were part of that group, um, I I don't know if there's any 
if it's purely coincidence or not that the other were dwarves or I don't know. It's this is certainly I've never heard of these statues, so I'm a bit perplexed and well I'll definitely have to do a lot more research investigation, but hmm. um it's curious yes. that they've never been mentioned being this close to the village in the towns. Y- yeah, you would think. Yeah. It would be like, oh hey, look at these giant, giant statues. That we found up like the Easter Islands, right? I mean yeah. there are islands that we know about them. <laughs> sure. I mean perhaps if you'd gone and asked the locals they they would have told you about them. Yeah. Oh but, so they're yeah. they're familiar so with So the them. fish didn't see them. <laughs> I mean, it seems like this could be another great tourism draw, but you know, yeah, right. Maybe that should be our new business. Someone could yeah. at least marketing. keep them up, right? Do some marketing. They've not even people. been kept up. That's my job is to go around keeping up statues and well, look and at things. the state of these three. You've yeah, that's terrible. What, well, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get to work on these at some point. All right, but so, one task at a I time. I know. I'm, I'm trying to keep. Just gonna try to <laughs> my blinders on. Yeah, we gotta turn you and set you. In a north direction. Oh, it's over there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> north by northwest. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good information. I'm I'm going to be sounding kind of maybe quiet for the rest of the way because I am just trying to. My wheels are creaking, spinning. Well, you know, I do have to admit those statues were quite interesting, despite mm. my reluctant, hurried, and grumpy nature. So I apologize. No, I understand. We we have a we have more important matters at this point. All right. Well, I mean, that does tell you though that at some point in the past that there were Earth the, the original giants were here in this in this valley. The lore is true. It's fact. All right. All right. Keep well, going until going. we decide to stop for the night. Is it time to stop? Uh, that is entirely up to you guys. I don't know what time it is. Is it getting dark? It's not getting dark yet. Okay, it's, then we keep going. Yeah. Keep going until dark, and then we camp, and then we get up and go. Mm-hmm. If we would probably get to, I guess, the the west bank of the Dalewood world, I would guess probably that would get us to the point, in like the middle there, probably where we would maybe try to find a place to camp. Okay, well, I'm going to move you along then to the, the next point of interest along this journey. Uh, so you guys are now a couple miles from your starting point and uh, moving your way through the river valley, just going it all on your own. I can't remember if I shut and locked my door. No. No. I'm pretty sure you did because you're saying, I've got to lock the door so I don't oh, forget. that's right. Yeah, you're like, okay, I excellent. better not forget to lock the door. <laughs> Just came on me real sudden. <laughs> I <can't> apologize. <laughs> you left the cooking pot on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is actually where, uh, I just made number 12 appear, is where you kind of see the real problem. So you see that there's like a large rock on, on the West Bank where there is a spring that is producing all the existing water that's in the river here. Because north of this spring, the river is just going to be completely dry. And like, like it's just like the water's gone. And were it not for this spring, the river would, would, uh, would be pretty much gone at this point. So, yeah, that's basically what you're seeing here. And, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it is a pretty good gushing spring. I mean, we're still talking about, you know, 
a decent amount of water relatively. It's, you know, a large creek versus a river. But, uh, yeah, there's probably um, about a, uh, a three-foot kind of diameter, not roundish, but like a cave that kind of goes into the rock here on the west bank. That water is coming out, not, again, it's coming out of, I don't know, that's not like a hydrant spraying out, but there's a lot of water coming out here, and it is the sole provider of water here. Um, so other than some pooling where it goes up upstream just slightly, and I don't, I actually didn't make a map for this one. Uh, this is where the river is officially done. So. Okay. Hello. Hello, river fairy. So this is, so you, just so not to be confusing. I know this is not the same. There's, but I'm wondering if there's a river fairy for this spring. Oh. If there's a river fairy for the other spring, why isn't there a river fairy for this spring? detect magic. I see. Just because I'm sold. Are you saying this spring is natural and the other one isn't? I'm not saying anything. I'm providing you information. Is the water, so you call, you call out. I call out. The water is clean, spring, fresh water. It's like, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely good water. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah, you call out to the spring and uh, listen carefully to the, the sounds of the earth itself, the tinkling of the water, but you do not hear. Now I got to go to the bathroom. Or <laughs> <laughs> do not hear anything besides the flow of the water and no river fairies respond to you. Well, maybe this would be just as good a spot as any to camp for the night. I mean, you figure you still have, a, like, maybe at this point, like, two hours left of light. I mean, Let's travel for another hour. Well. Because you don't want to be starting up, setting up camp in the dark. Oh, Unless, I mean, I'm okay with this, too. Well, I just, you know, we don't want to be right on top of them that's when true. we camp. I want to explore, I want to explore the spring area a little bit. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just camp here. It's okay. Cost us an hour. We will camp here. We will get. I mean, it seems like a reasonable explanation to to me. And uh, I'll start. I'll go look camp. for some firewood. Okay, that's fine. You can camp here. I'm gonna start poking around the spring. Uh, what does that What does that entail? Poking around, just like just seeing if I can. Determine its source, seeing if I see any signs of fairy or fae of any kind. Okay. Uh, I mean, make a perception roll and a nature, give me a nature check. So is this like the old, is this like a, just an orchard or is it like a forest, I guess? Oh, the, the, the actual. Or like oh, right next to it. Um. I mean, it, it is, grove? no, it's a forest. It's, yep. it's a, it's, I mean, it's like four or five square miles of wood okay. and give, I mean, you can make a, I mean, you guys obviously, it sounds like really nobody's traveled over here, even sure. though this isn't like a huge distance, but I mean, there are a few things that you would probably know just because it's common knowledge. Uh, I mean, you would have. Well, maybe not. I don't know what the Fae actually. This is kind of creates this dichotomy between you guys and your your lives inside the woods versus the the people just kind of live maybe in a larger veil. For for the humans and dwarves, I mean, you know that this is a big farming community. There's a lot of farms over here, a lot of sheep farming, and there are some points of interest that people know of, probably even beyond the veil. the The inn on the peak is a is a famous little like resort inn. And it's very famous for um, 
they cultivate roses. So they have like a rose farm there, which is pretty unusual. And a lot of out-of-towners will Sounds come. Very romantic. Yeah, they will come to, to a lot of city folk will travel, you know, as far as like Kingsbridge, which is the big city to the east. We'll travel here for, you know, a couple of days, like a weekend, weekend stay. Uh, and they'll kind of like even bypass Raven Rock to come to the end of the peak. Uh, the Tours Cloud Peak is kind of a large tour, which is, it's a neat rock formation. It's also known for strange weather patterns. So people will go and make a day hike to climb up that. But the Delwold is, has a reputation of being particularly nasty. Like people will actually sort of circumvent it. Some like hunters will go in and do game hunting and things, but like it has a reputation that there are potentially dangerous creatures that live in it. So the farmers will tend to be careful. That would be local knowledge to us. Yeah, that that that's okay. local knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's some of the stuff that you've picked up on without really talking to people. Um, so yeah, so, so we don't need to go investigate. I mean, I'm just be. Be, be wary of the, I don't know if you just get pulled into the forests. I'm not that concerned. Yeah. I mean, from where you're at, like to get to the forest, you have to, you'd have to go climb the side. Oh, uh, like, yeah. You, I see. So, that. And, and where you're at nope. here, it's like a hundred foot climb. So this is like, like, as you're kind of getting into the, the rockier hills to get up and into the woods. Yeah. It, so it's not in. Okay. We're separated from it. You are separated from it. Nothing's going to casually wander down out of the woods. I mean, at least something that can't climb. Billy goat me. Yeah. Dire goats. So perception, 11. Knowledge, nature, 23. All right. So the, you don't notice anything unusual. You do see some footprints are in the area, but you'd have to study them a bit more or ask Darun. Oh, I'll ask Darun. And as for, uh, I mean, you don't think there's anything unusual. This is probably being pushed out by maybe some water table or most likely based on the flow, there's an underground stream here, um, possibly fed by runoff through the forest. Because again, you are, even though the, the river, obviously the rivers does get runoff, but this is probably being fed by somewhere f- from under the forest and maybe ultimately from the giant's teeth. But yeah, that's, it's definitely an underground stream. I mean, there's really no way to swim up it, but you, it seems natural. Okay. Depressingly natural. Zinnia is super disappointed. Like she's so excited about mis- meeting a river fairy. Well, I mean, you're confident you're going to get to meet one very soon. But she wanted to meet one now. <laughs> It's a time thing. Soon is not in her lexicon. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Are we there yet? Are we mm-hmm. there yet? <laughs> All right. So Tommy gets a camp set up. You gather some wood. Oh, you okay. set up. You set up camp. And uh, is there any other activities you wanted to do? You're gonna have a fire. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we're kind of in a, in a good area where we would have to be to be ambushed. It'd be way up there. And yeah. Well, I mean, but you do know that you are like basically in the heart of the goblins' domain right now. That'll make it easier okay. if they show up. Right. We can. Yeah, I'm okay if they want to come at me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> and I'll catch and make fish for dinner. 
Oh, very nice. Oh, these are some good rainbow trouts. I can taste. Not salvel though. <laughs> okay. So every fish I pull out, I'm like, hello, hello. Okay, this this one we can. Oh, eat. he's right. You can really taste the rainbow though. You're probably not uh, gonna find a lot of fish right at this. Spring. No, but it'll give me something to do. Okay. He's pulling out little little fish like minnows. I'll ask for some good berries. Oh yes, I've got some good berries. All right. Okay. I'm happy then. Did you see some tracks you said you were looking, it looks like? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to put my back to the cliff face and start to nod off. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's quite a few tracks around here. Uh, Animal or? Nope. Humanoid. Oh, uh, 27. Uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of a mixture of uh, different shoe types, but they are, you know, me- medium-sized. So you know that goblins in the world of Talos are mm. not, from a, a mechanical standpoint, small creatures, which mm. is a deviation from, uh, you know. Other things. Other things. So, but they are from a stature. So the goblins, they're about, they average about four feet tall. Okay. And some of them, like the chieftains or whatever, they might be like five feet tall. Mm-hmm. So they're humanoid size, but obviously you can tell the difference, like yeah, an adult goblin's still going to have smaller feet sure. than, than an adult. But they would wear boots and stuff, right? They, they do. They do. Um, I mean, there are, you know what? There probably are some bare feet, though. Mm. So with some survival check, you can, yeah, mm-hmm. you can tell. Yeah, the goblins apparently have been coming down here and getting water. Okay. Well, if it's dry further upstream, yeah. then that would make then sense. Choice. Mm. Okay. So this is not the origin of the fairy that we're looking for, right, Zena? No. Okay. No. No. This one's just a spring. A natural spring. spring. All right, water is tasty, though. It is. It's good water. It is. Okay. So you 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 set up camp, and what is the plan? Is this everybody's going to go going to go to sleep? I'll take first watch. I'll take a second watch with me and Corda. All right. I can go third, and we'll see if somebody wakes Trunk up. Sure, I guess. He's already over <laughs> snoring. We'll let him sleep. He looks tired. All right, Zinnia. Then uh, everybody kind of gets settled in and, you know, probably not right next to the spring, I would imagine. No. Yeah. It sounds and like you can, wanted to kind of go up. I'd maybe go upstream a little bit where it's dry yeah. and more dry. And when it's time to sleep, I'll douse the fire. Okay. So, yeah, you're, you're safely a little bit away from the riverbank and you've got, you've got some shelter and uh, Zinnia's on watch. Zinnia, uh, give me a perception roll as you can kind of hear your companions drifting off into restless slumber. So, I, of course, am going to have Nipper with me. Oh, yeah. So, can the ever vigilant Nipper? Can Nipper make a perception roll for? Yes. Okay. Nipper got a 10. Oh, Zinnia got a 17. I take my watch seriously, apparently. Well, you should. And, and this is something that you would probably, it would probably trigger uh, a response in your fairy nature or your small flying uh, nature because you're, I don't know what you're doing if you're like, like where would you be? Like in a little, little tree bow or would you kind of be down with the, where are you Oh, imagining? no. I, I mean, if there is a sp- place for me to be up. I would be up. Yeah, I would think you'd be more comfortable there. So you're sitting there looking around and you you hear flapping, like like 
And so your probably eyes are looking at the sky and in the moonlight, uh, you know, you're kind of looking up, you see like large winged creature, like large leathery wings, with probably like an eight foot wingspan or more flying low down the river valley going south. And you swear you heard like distant gleeful cackling up there as it like the shadow passes over, it kind of goes between you and the moon as you're looking up. And it's that, that predator response. You're like, Oh, you know, cause it's large enough. It were, um, but yeah, you, it looks like, uh, give me, give me a nature check. 17. I uh, look like a, like a dire bat. Like it was that big and it goes flying off, swooping off, going back the way you guys came. Okay. But I'm not going to wake up anybody since it's not coming towards us. But I'll tell Darun when it comes for time for the change. Okay. Um, that is what that is what you see on your watch, and then um, eventually you wake up Darun. <laughs> I don't want to go to school. <laughs> You you were just you were just getting berated by Umros uh, in the yep. dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh. oh. It's just you. Is it my turn? It is, but I did see a dire bat flying south, and I think there was somebody on the dire bat cackling. Oh, that may not be good. How long ago was that? I mean, uh, like an hour ago. About an hour ago. And that's the last thing. I'll keep my Eyes peeled, and Carter will keep her nose open. <laughs> or peeled. <laughs> All right, then, uh, Xenia, you, you go off to, to get some rest, and yep. Darun will try to stay awake now and mm-hmm. be alert. Uh, Darun, give me a perception roll. That is going to be a lot. Um, uh, 28. All right. Yeah, about halfway through your watch, you hear... Uh, distant sound of some howling wolves uh mm-hmm. probably up in like up in the woods uh but you pick out with that perception you pick out two distinct ones but they are like they're they're really loud mm-hmm. like how does Corda react like fearful mm-hmm. like she just starts kind of like okay, almost went when growling and a little bit of whimper yeah um give me a knowledge check just a knowledge nature check, knowledge nature check. yeah it's a 14. They sound, there's just something about them. The timber in, in their, and their howling mm-hmm. and the distance. Um, it seemed off to you, Okay, but you can't, you don't know why. Like they, I don't know. But it sounded like a wolf. It did. It just seemed to have a little bit, there was just like deeper, okay. deeper tones. Okay. Maybe, maybe they're bigger. Sure. It, yeah, and it definitely bothered, uh, definitely bothered Corda. Okay. Well, those sound big, don't they, girl? <laughs> it's okay. We'll be fine. Um, but other than that, that is all you hear in the night. And I will wake up Tommy. Yep. So, <laughs> more turn. Morning, sunshine. Oh, yeah. Anything interesting happen? I just heard some, it sounded like some large wolves. Off in the distance, but that's about it. I mean, hmm. 
I've heard of stories of dire wolves and whatnot, but I don't know enough to know if it was them. Well, let's hope they don't come down. I hear, I agree. And then uh, Zinni also said, mentioned before she awoke me of of what sounded what looked like a large dire bat. So just large things in general. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> but okay. that was that was now what three four hours ago. So um, and something was on it. So I don't know. Like um, a rider. Yeah, like a rider. Oh, sweet. Well, yeah. but that was quite some time, and and so far. That's that's good luck and good night. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have to worry about me falling back to sleep. <laughs> dire werewolves riding dire bats. Yeah. Give me a give me your your perception. Ooh. Um. This is a new day, so I'm gonna use my inspired because. It's not even dawn, Tommy. <laughs> hey. Go to bed early. <laughs> there we go. So that is a twenty. Uh so yeah, about halfway through your watch, you you just you've been on edge all this talk of dire yeah. creatures, and lo and behold, yeah, you you hear those wolves out there again. Sure, uh, it was it was close. quiet for a while. It was so this is like towards the end of your watch. Uh, yeah, like. You're glad you're down here and not up there because they really seem like just like, right on the top of the yeah, cliff, basically. Like you can almost, yeah, you can actually like hear the sounds of their feet on the, on the dirt and sure. scratching around. Um, yeah, it's like you're probably on edge. Mm-hmm. And then and they move along. And then very shortly after that, you're just like, you know, your adrenaline's kind of going and you just oh, get to this night and you see. What Zinnia saw, it just and it was even maybe lower, and it's probably only like seventy five feet up. Do like, I see anybody riding on the back of it? Uh, give me a perception check, because yeah, I would have been prepped to kind of look for that. Yeah. Uh yeah. So that's a seventeen. I mean, yes, it it, it obviously is hard being underneath it, but uh, you uh, ca- you catch the in the moonlight. It just apparently catches it just maybe right. It maybe it can maybe it, maybe it angled just a little bit. Hundred percent. There's like, it's got a rider. It's got a rider, and you kind of catch the maybe the glint of steel or something in the moonlight as it swoops by. But this time it's silent, like like a. Sure. And uh, yeah, it just shiver kind of runs up your spine as it. You kind of watch it, and I don't know if you want to try to get up and try to get a vantage point to see. No. Okay. You you stay hidden. Yeah. So it it goes out of sight. Um, but both of those you definitely leave you a little bit shaken. Gosh, I wish I was level three. Oh, I feel a little <laughs> better right now. <laughs> well, if you kill them all, then you manage it, maybe. <laughs> all right. Well, um, as soon as uh, the light starts to crest up a little bit. I will. I'll make a fire and get me some coffee going. All right. Are you gonna wake Trunk to do the last watch? He's over there. He's he kind of snores a little bit. No, no. I'll take last watch too. <laughs> I mean, I feel if the sun is rising, I'm waking up immediately anyway. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, it, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't be. I mean, if you kept you, you know. Yeah. So. Th- he, he probably wakes up with sun up, but yeah. So all right, because I'm not like going back to sleep. All right. So eventually, yeah, Trunk wakes up for the sun to do your your morning rituals. My cleric junk, cleric junk. My <laughs> fighter 
ritual is to drink coffee <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> That's it. It's the one thing that you need in your backpack. Yep. All right. Well, as the as the sun rises over the um, over the the Delwold River and all these newfound terrors lingering in your minds, you, you probably don't all feel. I mean, probably Trunk feels the most rested. I dreamt of donuts. I feel amazing. Xenia, I saw that bat thing. Did you? It's got a rider. I thought it did. Yeah. I heard I heard something cackle. Yeah, it's that's a bad deal right there. That's nightmare fuel. Wolves. Yeah, they were lot right on top of us. I'm yeah. really happy we was down there and they was up there. No, they were that close. Yeah, they were right mm. on the edge. Yeah. Yeah, the edge of danger. So yeah. And I was brave. I didn't wake anybody up. I just want to point that out. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> You've got some coffee brewing, I smell. Yes. All right. Well, you uh, you get your, you do your morning rituals and have your morning beverages, and then I assume you break camp and... Correct. Gonna, all right. And then the plan is to continue on to find the willow tree. Yeah. Correct. I think we've got a full day ahead of us. Only we were riding giant bats. Mm. It got really easy. From a time perspective, yes. It would save From a us. creep perspective. Uh, no. All right. Well, um, we, so we're going to have you get up and kind of move along, looking at the time here. And it doesn't take you very long. In fact, you're probably going to end up being slightly alarmed at just how close you oh. find this willow tree because I'm going to go ahead and uh, I am bring it. Really glad we camped where we did. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really, you're, yeah. you're like, go like a half a mile up the river <laughs> and you're just, well, at this point, the dry basin that is the river, you know, basically mm -hmm. passing, you know, dead fish and, you know, you see lots more tracks the in the. Court is all about the, the dead the fish. Mud. And uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, it's it's the tree that's closest. Like it's literally on the old bank, and it's this uh, slightly drooping willow tree sitting there. It's it's old. You can see like, it's old tree, and you can actually see dangling over what would have been the water is an old rope with like a like a little wooden plank tied to it, like a uh, rope swing, rope swing, where somebody you know had been entertaining themselves. And uh, yeah, you can slowly approach to examine the willow tree but that's gonna have to wait okay it's gonna have to wait soon okay let's take roughly a week to yeah. get closer to this tree yes <laughs> let's do that <laughs> seven day rest maybe well, we can talk about statues and things like that along hey the way. <laughs> we learn things you know there's a bigger picture here you mm. statues there's a lot going on yeah. these statues might be important. I'm scared of Unless you want to turn into a statue and someone says, oh, look at this troll statue. I wonder how long it's been here. <laughs> I was just thinking you guys are doing this adventure. Uh, I like uh, playing Baldur's Gate. Very, I'm a very nonlinear, like, oh, let's go over here. And you start breaking the quest uh, yeah, a little bit. Sure. And you're like, oh, I found the quest items. And then you go back and somebody's like, oh, here, I've got this quest. You're like, oh, you need this? Oh, so yeah. you get them before you even... Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, you, you go yeah. all around the edges of the map instead yeah. of like talking to the people first. Yeah. That's that's how you guys are doing this. It's entertaining. Mm. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, All right. Well, uh, thanks again, and uh, yeah, we promise you we'll we'll find goblins, and and we're getting really itchy now. To, yeah, to I am. Like kill. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm half expecting to find out that the goblin chief flies on a giant bat, <laughs> and we could have just been done. But y'all were like, mm, let's let that back. We go. let you sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I can't wait to see. All right. Let there be blood. Next time. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Well, one. <laughs> hey, guys, before you go, one last thing. As I put the coins in here, I believe we're looking at level three. I feel like level three. It's about <laughs> time. I know. I told my kids this day would never come. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> graduating high school. Third level. It was hard earned. All the exciting things we'll be able to do now. <clears throat> so, yeah. Show up, show up next time, level three characters, and maybe we'll spend a minute to go over whatever you might have or not. We'll see. Okay. All righty. All righty. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show and want more, please leave us a rating and review on whichever platform you use. And of course, feel free to share us on social media. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of TELUS. To tide you over, you can read more about the cast, characters, and the world of TELUS at AdventuresEdgeRPG.com.